Welcome to Christchurch Manchester Sermon Podcast. CCM is one church that meets every Sunday in various locations across Manchester. For more information about who we are or about our Sunday meetings, please visit www.christchurchmanchester.com. It's so nice to be with you. I was waiting for this opportunity for the last few months and uh, I did a lot of preparation. I think for so dear people I love to bring the best, but then I think to bring the best doesn't mean to bring too much. So I will, uh, I will try to be very kind and bring just a little bit, <laughs> just enjoy our time together. And uh, we have a phrase in Ukraine, blessed be the uh, short preacher, that will be called again. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. In different uh, places, in different churches, we have different cultures. And uh, in some, I've been once in one place, so they Sunday meeting for hours. And they said it was quite short. <laughs> Sometimes six hours. I think, wow, I, I, I can't do it. I'm just, I love oh, my kids. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think it feels I'd love to say thank you very much uh, for staying with us prayer. I was talking to Steve, I think. Uh, Steve, no. Uh, with you, Steve, and, and Ben, sorry. I just said, we're praying for you. I was touched. We're praying for you. You know, sometimes um, when I'm doing some ministry, we have a team, prayer team, and uh, I think it's great, but when when we had to move from our established place where we had prayer team, uh, staff, and then church, and God just extended our ministry and uh, He more just helped us, all our previous way of life was broken. When we had prayer team, and then I think, okay, who is praying for me now? I had the biggest support from my mom, and she's great woman of prayer, but now she's with Jesus for the last three years and I think okay who is praying for me and I started to ask God please can you raise up prayer support and you can do it so when Ben said we are praying for you for last last year I think wow it's incredible it's so powerful yeah thank you and also I'd love to say thank you very much for your generosity you're incredible people you have a lot of challenges here it's obvious you have a personal family as a church and you're generous so thank you very much for your prayers, for staying with us, for releases, finances, we really appreciate it. It's more than just money. It's, it's more, you know, it's your heart, it's your love, it's your, it's your life. Thank you very much. Um, I'd like to bring a very, very simple message. We are children of God, and it means a lot. Can we read first, first scriptures from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 9 to 10? Um, A few months ago, I was I was preaching in uh, Hague, it's Netherlands, and I did a, a lot of preparation because when you're going to a new place, not just new place, you're going to bless people. I love to do the best way, so I did a lot of preparation, and I, I asked one one guy, um, he knows Russian, to translate it, to do to do interpretation for me, translation for me, and I sent him notes. He did all translation. He was well prepared. I stood on the platform, took the microphone, and all my Russian bone. I said, I was supposed to preach in Russian, he will translate into English. Oh, it's so 
terrible woman. I lost my Russian bone and English not, not right yet. <laughs> so it was a pause for, I think, for nearly one, one minute. One minute can be very long, you know? <laughs> if you are waiting for your English arrival, so, and then pieces started to come to me, just words. And I said, guys, it's picture there, but I, I don't know, 500 people said, I'm really sorry. I lost my, my Russian. Can I try doing English? So that guy was so kind. He stood. He was reading scriptures, and he helped me if I forget some words. So, but I believe in teamwork. If I forget something, just help me. And because some my pronunciation just. Okay, let's read. Let's read. Uh, that uh, is what the script scriptures mean when they say, "No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him." I love it. There is a lot of surprises, a lot of God's plan, incredible plan He has prepared for us, for those who love Him. And it's not only about eternal life. We believe in eternity. Jesus said, those who believe in Him, who receive Him, He went from death to life already. Death, this is just barrier. When we are from good life to better life. For this reason, when Christian who love Jesus facing death is different. I buried a lot of people because been, uh, I was living in church for nearly 20 years. A lot of people. And I know the difference. Those who have faith and doesn't. I, I saw the difference. So it's not only about eternal life. This scripture is about our present life. Um, for me, when I'm reading and learning what does it mean to be with Christ, to, to love Christ, to believe in Christ, I'm learning year by year, and I'd love to share a few more scriptures and just paint a little picture. And read from um, Gospel of John 1.12. Yet to all who, who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. This is simple, we know. But I love it. Our life changed. Because quite often when we're talking about the salvation, we're talking about the having something from God, having hope, uh, to be forgiven, to be received. But it's not about having something. It's really about who we are now. We've lost no hope. I know, I, I became Christian when I, when I was 15. And I, I knew, I still remember the emptiness in my heart. And I saw my friends, because I was from a Christian family, I knew a lot, and my parents had been praying for me. And I saw miracles, but I, I didn't have Jesus in my, in my life. So when I became Christian, it's a change. It takes time to realize, but does it mean? And I'm still learning, but my life is different, absolutely different now. So those who received him has a right to become children of God. Not just name, not just use this idea, but to be. This is different. Sometimes we pretend that we are who we are not. But we have right to become, to be, to enjoy being children of God. For me it means a lot. A lot. And, and God promised he, he will never leave us. I still remember yesterday actually, uh, we had a great chat. And they asked me, the uh, team's family, team weekend and, uh, and girls, uh, when we all started, uh, how are you uh, processing it? Actually, it's every ask. Yeah. How are you processing it? Because it's, yeah, it's, it's scary. It's dangerous. It was so good question. It reminds me when, when it started, when all fighting started, when people died, uh, being killed, and we saw this whole situation, when we had to move. I think what was keeping us strong amongst all these tragedies? I can say one thing. Trust in God. We know his, he is family, uh, Heavenly Father who loves us. And He proved His love to us when He sent His Son. And I, I be, I'm living with this. Uh, and the danger came. 
when all finances go, business go, everything. I just live him in peace because I know my Heavenly Father bigger, stronger than any tragedy. And it happened. We lost business, but we never had problems with food. I can say more. We feed 500 people each day. How possible? Our business stopped. We need to die. But I can say a little uh, kind of... Mm, because we are a family. God is working through people. So 500 people, just us. Just our churches. I know some churches fitted uh, one of our church now in the teammate, Ivan. They became center of life for hometown. People come in to take shower in the church because no water. Bring their uh, clothes to be washed because no electricity. To, to get some warm place to sit and eat. So church building, they were big church building, became center of life. And I know it's not we are doing, God to us, sharing his love. So we have joy to to live this way and also to show his life. And the position of being children of God means also, can you read another one? It's uh, from Romans. I love this scripture, Romans 8, 16 to 18. Um, the, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. It's a fair pronunciation, because during the continent I was using heirs. I think it's a bit different, yeah? Okay. So, then we are heirs, heirs of God, and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed, if indeed we share in his suffering in order that we may also share his glory. I consider that our present suffering are not worth comparing with the glory that will be uh, revealed in us. Out of this, uh, this picture, we are co-heirs with Christ. Uh, to be heir means inherit something to use, to manage, but also to continue somebody's work started before. It's two meanings. First of all, this is privilege. I love it. It's all about us. I think we all love presents. I love presents. Especially good one. Because some presents you're hiding and after two years you can give them. <laughs> yeah, something like this. But some presents are really meaningful. It's really for us. Someone who loves us prepared. So when you think about the position to be children of God, one sense, this is huge privilege. This is such a big pleasure to be God's hand. He loves us, cares, he knows the way, even, uh, even very um, concentrated on him, very careful what he's, how he's leading us, teaching us. We can avoid a lot of terrible situations. Once I was flying to Switzerland, I was really amazed from one picture. It was quite a high, high uh, place. I, I saw a car accident in one place, and the cost, uh, another one car started to move. I don't know how many kilometers I could see from 11,000, maybe meters, maybe 40, 40. It's quite a big picture. So um, I see a car accident and it's stuck, big traffic. Uh, and then one car started their journey. Hmm, I think, okay. And I started to shout, turn left, turn left, you live with this traffic. I think, wow, from this distance, I see more than day. And God, He sees our life much better in every situation. And He's trying to communicate, turn right, turn right. My son, my dear son, the trouble here. So I think this is still a lot of things to learn what does it mean to be God's, God's children. He would love to, because we are God's children, we can hear and we really need to hear his voice. And the skills, I really believe we can learn. We, quite often we are stuck in our life not because God 
couldn't or doesn't like to help us because they're not spending time just asking the right questions or giving him opportunity to, to, to bring his wisdom to us. So it's reason for prayer. Prayer is not just religious. You know, you know, you're a great church, you know this. But every day we need to practice, not, not only with big, big questions, but little. How to handle some situation, how, how to handle conflicts. If, if you're in pain, just come and ask, Jesus, I need you. And wisdom will come, because he's, uh, he loves us. And he, and he has wisdom, he, he has answer for our questions. So this is uh, a position of, being children, uh, of privilege to be children of God. But also, to be children of God means to, to have responsibility. The heirs, co-heirs. What does it mean? What we inherit? What we inherit? We inherit all, all promises which was given to Jesus. And this is a big area to learn about. From Old Testament, we can read a lot of promises was given to Jesus because of what he has done on the cross. Can we read just uh, uh, Isaiah 53? Uh, Isaiah 53 verse 10. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And, and though the Lord made his life an offering for sin, he will see his offspring and prolong his day, days, and the, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand because of what he has done. The meaning of Jesus' death on the cross, huge, powerful. It's, it's not only change our individual life. Uh, I, I love to read um, 49.6 Isaiah. It does develop this idea. Isaiah 49.6. He says, God, Father said, it is too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of, of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light for Gentiles that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. This is promised to Jesus. He was he was on the cross, what he has done, and Father said, it is too small, too little. It's not enough just to destroy, to, to restore tribes of Israel. No, it's not enough. You've done such a great thing, nothing compared to it. So, because of you have done, salvation will reach the ends of the earth. So, when we are thinking about preaching the gospel, it's not about us. This is one of the best ways of worshiping Jesus. When we are preaching the gospel to people who doesn't know him, and bring his love, just bring his glory, Create opportunity for people to touch. This is a unique moment. Um, in, in 2014, we started a plant churches in total darkness. When you're walking, quite often I'm there, when you're walking on the street, people have no, no, no hope. Because demonic reality is so close. So many demon-possessed demon people, they're screaming, health issues based on this, a lot of costs. Curses, yeah, thank you. And yeah, just looking at a different world, and everywhere people just worshiping uh, trees, everything. It's like darkness, hopeless atmosphere. And I think, and and I see many many people with a great desire for happy life. The same desire all around the world. Girls, uh, it's beautiful girls. I think they have a dream to get married, to have kids, just live happy life. The same all around the world. And and demonic reality just destroying the life. And then we started to, to share the gospel there, and by, by God's grace, uh, one girl, she was really in terrible situation, she was demon-possessed, possessed, and her family were really against church. But they tried everything what they could, uh, all, all um, 
uh, temples they visited or priests prayed, but it didn't, it didn't help, so they agreed, okay, let's bring this young girl to the church, about 18 years old. And uh, um, the church prayed for them, not once, it was for three months. Uh, and God make her free. She's bright girl. Now she's doing translation for me. She knows English. She's learning Russian, Ukrainian. Bright girl. Her life restored. So, some part of her family, brother, sister, became Christian. And now we have about 30 churches around. Little house churches. It's 40 adults, 40 in some places. A, bit more. a lot of kids. Life. Life. Healings. Miracles. Why? Because of Jesus has done on the cross. This is reason. And when, when people who worship trees and idols worship Jesus, this is worship. This is like glory belongs, all glory belongs to him. Amen. Amen. And can I ask someone to help me? I'd love to do the five ten minutes more or not really. Five? Yeah. I mean, okay. Can I I need three helpers? One yes, yes. Yes, let's say. Yeah, I bought it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you stay here, all three? I'll, I'll stay here. Uh, it's very important. We have different ages here, and uh, uh, one beautiful lady, two men. It is a picture in Christ. No differences between men and women, young and older. Uh, doesn't matter the color. We are all one in Christ, poor or rich, slave or owner, or how you go. It's in Christ, we have the same value, and should represents it. It does. I love to say <laughs> So, when we think about promises Father gave to, to, to Jesus, it's really, it's brilliantly described in Isaiah 53, 54, and 55. And I would love these three beautiful people to describe it. You'll be Isaiah 53. We have read uh, recently what Jesus done. He was he he suffered for our sins. You can read it, fifty three ten. The Lord will was to crush him and cause him to suffer. He died and he raised up in third day again in his life. This is reality. But what he has done allowed people all around the world to, to return to God, Father. So it's opened the door. So this is Isaiah 53. What can you say here, please? And then next chapter, can you read that few first verses? It's very important to see this picture, how God Father sees all our history and what we inherit. 54 uh, from verse 1. It's next chapter. I'm drawing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 sorry, I'm just trying to make a joke, it was not good. <laughs> just preaching. <laughs> good, good, good. But, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> First four First uh, few verses. I don't, don't want to be too long. But, yeah. Okay, uh, okay, okay, oh, yeah. Can you, uh, can you uh, show the second one? Yeah. Yes. Can you read the second one? Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and uh, strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispose these nations and set on their desolate cities. It's an interesting picture. If we, if we read separately, how we quite often read them, this one is 53, two weeks later, 54, 
more than few, few years later, 55. It's not helpful. This is one picture. 53, what Jesus has done on the cross. 54, this is call to the church. Extend your tent. In, in that, in that um, time, for, for families who lived in a tent, if the child or son get married, it means he'll bring his wife to the tent. But then too small. To receive more people means to extend the tall uh, tent. This is called to the church to extend our hearts and to prepare the place. Because Jesus has done, more people will, will come to the Father. This is called to us. It's exactly what you're doing here. You're not gathering in one place in Manchester. You're extending tent because you, you believe God is going to bring more. And now in a few months, I think, yeah, if I'm right, you're moving to a new place. It's not about the place, it's a new opportunity. God is extending, God is preparing. It's, this is prophetic. We are carrying this promise from God. Isaiah 54. You remember. How, what's his name? Janet. Janet? Yeah. When you see Janet, you think, hmm, mm. we need to extend. Mm. We need to prepare. So you carry this prophetic word for the church. Mm. So you're doing exactly the right things. You are not in one place hiding yourself. You are standing here in Manchester. For this reason, we are traveling to Europe now. Not because of our ambitions. I can say, I prefer to stay with my lovely wife. I love her. She's beautiful. She's great. I have three boys. I prefer to stay in my place, play games, enjoy life. Why I'm traveling? Because I'm carrying this promise. I go air with Christ. All these prophetic words that salvation will bless nations. We'll reach the ends of those. So now what we're doing? We're extending tents. We're planting new churches. It's little. It's tidy. It's nothing great, we can say, from our perspective. But we're extending tents, and God will bring, and salvation will reach the end of earth. And then, 55, Graham. In chapter 55, we can hear the call from God. All who are, who is, who are hungry and thirsty, come. Come. Because tent, extended, ready. There is a place for you. It's beautiful. So, when we're thinking about the vision for our church, oh, thank you very much. You're great. And Chris, uh, uh, team is going to give you chocolate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because you have done. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Generous, I know. <laughs> so when you're thinking about our vision or call for our personal life, uh, core and vision for, for, for our church, we can spend centuries guessing. And some people, to the end of life, couldn't find it. Trying everything. I think it's, it's better ask God what you're doing all around the world. And these three chapters really describe what God is doing. And the next uh, question, God, what is our role and part in this big picture? My personal and us as a church. And yeah, it means to listen, it means pray, fast, seek God. But when we hear, it just releases incredible miracles, power, anointing, joy. When we are in His plan, this is joyful. It's painful, yes, I can say it's very painful, but it's joyful. Both. Life painful anyway. If I ask, do you have pain? Everyone will say yes. We still have dreams not fulfilled, we have some, some difficulties. Life is painful anyway, but only with Christ is joyful life. <laughs>